Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today I want to talk to you about the thoughts in your head that tell you that you're not enough. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And the link for that is going to be in the show notes. And this is just a really good guide for the early stages of dating and communication when things are imperfect and people are being flaky. (laughs) So one thing that came up today in our group coaching session was not enough thoughts. And there was a woman who had a lot of anxiety about getting back into dating after years of just focusing on her kids and other aspects of life. And she had a lot of anxiety around getting hurt again and um, putting herself out there. And so we did a full process of going back into her last relationship and what happened there and what that experience was like and why she withdrew from dating for so long. And one of the things that we uncovered was that with her last breakup, part of what was so painful was not just the breakup itself, but also mainly how she treated herself during that breakup. And um, one thing that most of us can relate to is when we have a hurt, like a rejection or we make a mistake or something goes in a way that we didn't want it to go in dating, we can blame ourselves, be really hard on ourselves, tell ourselves it's because we're not good enough and basically be our own worst enemy. And so what we were talking about was on one hand, we fear dating because we don't want to meet an asshole, right? We don't want to meet somebody who's going to hurt us and be mean to us and um, make us fall for them and then not catch us, right? So we're afraid of what might be out there, but also a big part of what we're afraid of is what will happen in here if we do encounter those things out there. So if things are challenging, if those things do come up, we're afraid of that inner experience again, of how incredibly unkind we can be with ourselves, incredibly hurtful and um, not compassionate with ourselves when those things happen. So a big part of overcoming that fear of putting herself out there again is starting to rebuild trust with herself that she will not be that way with herself anymore if things don't go well, that she will not turn on herself and that she'll actually have her own back through those experiences. And as we all know, that is the most difficult thing in life to do is to not be mean to ourselves. So Um, one way that we build that trust is by learning how to handle that voice in our head that pops up, that is that mean voice that is always coming up when there are challenges out there. So the first thing that's really important with this is understanding that everybody has this voice in their head and it never fully goes away. However, some people are more affected by it and some people are less affected and some people have a really strong inner critic and some people have a less strong or noticeable inner critic. So sometimes because it's in our mind and because it's saying specific things about us that suck, (laughs) right? Like you walk past the mirror and it's attacking you specifically or 
something happens and it like it plays to your insecurities that are unique to you. It feels very personal. It feels like it's specific to you, but it's actually something that everybody who is human has, right? So sometimes we think I have these insecurities or I feel not enough or I have these thoughts because there's something wrong with me. But you have those thoughts and you have those insecurities because you're a human and because we all have that. And it doesn't matter how beautiful someone is, how successful, how old or how young, everybody gets this voice. And so nothing has gone wrong with you just because you feel insecure or have not enough thoughts at times. What can happen though is if we feel powerless to that voice, then it starts to be like this bully that we're avoiding on our way home from school. So if you can think, imagine like you're walking home from school and you know where the bully hangs out after school and if you accidentally run into them, then they might bully you. Then you might just start taking a different way or start hiding or start avoiding that bully. And that's what we do in dating as well if we know like oh my gosh like I want to put myself out there I want to go that direction but if something goes wrong I might run into that bully then we'll avoid putting ourselves out there and we'll avoid going down that path and withdraw or choose a different path where it's not leading us to where we want to go because we're scared so the key is to increase your confidence and your ability to handle that bully when it comes up And so one tool for handling it is withdrawal and avoidance. And that way we run into less situations where it might be triggered. And this episode is about additional tools that allow you to still take action and still do the things that you want to do without resorting to withdrawal. So let's talk about the not enough predicament. So First of all, we establish that everybody has that voice. Everybody feels that way. It gets triggered in certain situations. And let's just talk about the predicament that we're in as humans and why we have that voice. First of all, when you're born as a human, you're one thing and not the other. Just automatically, you either have brown hair, but not blonde hair, or you have blonde hair, but then you don't have brown hair. And if you're a scientist, you might not be an artist. And if you're an artist, you're not a scientist. Or if you're a dancer, you're not a weightlifter. If you're a weightlifter, you can't run, apparently. (laughs) I've been doing CrossFit, and apparently the guys who can deadlift 500 pounds can't run down the block. (laughs) So anyways, even when we excel in one area, there's always something that we're not doing. And no one person can encompass all of these things at once. So we're already in a situation where, in a sense, we're always incomplete. Then add to that equation marketing and messages being thrown at us that thrive on those insecurities and thrive on us not being enough and thrive on us um, not being fully realized and selling to us the idea that if you could just fully realize yourself, then you would always feel happy. You would never have that bully in your head because you would be perfect. There would be no need to ever not feel enough because you could create 
perfection in your life. In one way or another, that's a lot of what marketing out there is selling to us. So we have all of these messages that we're being bombarded with. Get this car. No, get the next new car, the next new car. Um, Do this diet so that you can get skinnier or bulk up with CrossFit. (laughs) Um, But anyways, we have all of these messages that are constantly surrounding us about what it will take for us to be happy and how if we just improve a little bit or grow a little bit or have more, then we'll finally feel okay. So that continues to contribute to that feeling of not being enough. And then just to add to this, there are so many of us on this planet and somebody's always better than you at everything, right? There's whatever room you're in, there's going to be somebody more intelligent or better looking or more accomplished or richer, skinnier, or bigger, whatever it is. We have so many people to compare ourselves to and that can also just contribute to the not enough feeling. And then lastly, we have a brain that is fear-based in a lot of ways, or at least part of it is. So we're always scanning our environment for risks, um, things that can go wrong, ways that we might get hurt, and we're always weighing those risks. So part of us wants to go out and experience connection, and then another part of us wants to stay in and watch Netflix because we don't want to get rejected. And so we have this part of us that's afraid and always scanning for potential danger and fear. And one of the ways that our brain is very effective at keeping us from going out there is by having a fear response. So our brain will tell us whatever it needs to tell us about how bad things can get out there or how not enough we are and how it doesn't matter anyways in order to get us to not take action. So why is this important? (laughs) All of that's really important so that you understand that nothing has gone wrong. Like that's just the situation we're in and that's why you have thoughts in your head every day about why you're not good enough and that's why I have those thoughts every day as well. And also all of the celebrities have them and everybody on earth has those thoughts. And when we actually have this awareness, then it gives us some choice, right? Because before we have this awareness and we just think it's the truth, we just think, I think I'm not enough because I'm not enough versus I think I'm not enough because that's just what brains do. Brains just tell you you're not enough every day to prevent you from doing scary stuff. When we can take that step back and understand the context of those thoughts, it gives us more space for choice and to access different tools. So maybe rather than just avoiding a situation you could start to create some awareness around those thoughts of fear of what do I think would happen if I put myself out there and what other perspectives are available to me. And when we can take that step back and see that these are just thoughts that everybody has, and of course I feel afraid, and of course I'm telling myself I'm not enough, we create more choice for ourselves And the not enough thoughts or the fear thoughts are just riding shotgun instead of in the driver's seat. 
when we have no space or awareness around those just being thoughts that everybody has, then we just think it's the truth. We think I'm not enough. I'm not good enough anyways. I just shouldn't date or I just shouldn't even try or I'm going to get rejected and hurt. I just shouldn't do that. And it drives our actions versus, okay, my brain is telling me I'm not enough and I'm going to get hurt and I can't handle it if, if I get hurt. And if I do get hurt, it's all my fault because I'm not enough. I hear you. I see you. And here's what I also believe. Or here's why putting myself out there and taking these actions is important to me. And here is what I want to create in my life. And I can create those things and feel scared and feel not enough at the same time. I don't have to wait for those thoughts to go away for me to be able to create what I want. And then also just starting to take some steps out there. So maybe that voice is really powerful for you. And so for example, with the woman today in class, we said, let's just make an online dating profile and do nothing with that, (laughs) right? So not even saying you need to swipe or not even saying you need to talk to people, but maybe you can just create the profile and see how that feels and then deal with the thoughts that come up at that stage. And then you work through that level of fear And then maybe you can take the next step and the next step. And each step along the way, you're rebuilding that trust with yourself that you do have your own back and that you're not going to beat yourself up when you're scared or when something doesn't go as planned. And then you become stronger and stronger as you take each step forward. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode or this podcast in general, it would be so wonderful to read a review from you on iTunes. You can do that by going to the podcast app, the Apple podcast app, searching as if you're going to search for a new podcast, typing in women's dating and confidence podcast, click on it, scroll down, and then you'll see a spot to write a review. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Bye.